I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. back to Canto by Dispatch. Today I'm Brittany and joining me today as always is my friend Emily Lynn. Hi Emily. Hi Brittany. How are you? Well I'm good and you know why I'm good? I think it's because, because today is a very special day. Not the day this comes out. That won't be a special day. That's just a normal day. But the day we are recording this is a very very special day. It is the 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 holiest of holidays. It is Timothy Oliphant and Cake Day. Yes. So happy holidays, it. Brittany. Ha- happy holidays, Emily. You know, like, it- it's been a shit start to the year. You know, other than getting back from Disney World, you know, like, I'm going to go to the hospital every three fucking weeks or more. Not the best, but when I have cake with me, it's pretty nice. Okay, so first off, tell me your cake situation. So a cake situation. So I came back from Disney World and found out that I have a new job. So I decided, you know, since I'm leaving my my old department and going to a new department, that I should make cake and brownies. So I made two batches of brownies. The problem with one of the batches is I put it in a little muffin tin and the brownies just did not want to fucking come out. So I'm leaving that for Carlos. Um, just <laughs> regular- gonna, like dig it out like a little rat. <laughs> He's my little rat. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny too is normally I have my headphones on this episode and I don't this one and he's sitting here folding laundry so he's just standing there just like what the fuck is going on here? But okay, so yeah. The secret with brownie with the brownie mix though is you have to put in a cup or half a cup of chocolate chips in so that it's extra fudgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did that, and then I made just my normal, like, Funfetti cake. I just, all you do is just get the Funfetti mix and put um, Greek yogurt, mix it together, put it in the oven for, like, 30 minutes, and then make your frosting out of, like, skim milk, Cool Whip, um, vanilla pudding, and I think, like, vanilla extract. You mix it all together, put some sprinkles on top, and there you go. It's delicious. Nice. Yeah. So that was good. I had a slice today with one of my coworkers, and I'm happy I get to work tomorrow. And yeah, I get cake. You know, I'll reward myself after learning new things, eating more cake. What about you? What'd you get? Okay, so here's the thing: is about two weeks ago, I went. Oh shit! It's almost Timothy Olyphant Cake Day. I need to make preparations for Timothy Olyphant Cake Day. I even 
got a little teeny little cake off of Etsy to put with my Cobb Vance doll. <laughs> so I have that. I'll put a picture of that on the blue sky and, and stuff. And then what happened is I completely forgot about Timothy Oliphant and Cake Day until yesterday when I went, oh, fuck me. It's the end of January. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. I was not the only one. I forgot, too, until yesterday. Yeah. And I still, although I'm, I'm feeling a lot better, I still have a little bit of a cough and a cold and still don't have a ton of an appetite. So the idea of, like, making a cake after work didn't appeal to me, especially because I'm like, then I have a whole fucking cake. So I just got one of the little Entenmann's chocolate cake with the chocolate icing because frankly it it's as good as any cake i'm gonna gonna get if i'm making a box cake anyway like if i'm not making a cake from scratch might as well get an entomans because it's fucking delicious and the entomans frosting is the best it's great i love a good cake i even love like a good cupcake <laughs> yeah i almost got a cupcake at the grocery store but then the Endemans cake was only like a dollar more than buying a cupcake because the cupcake oh. was like five dollars and the cake was like six dollars. And I'm like, I'm just going to get cake. Yeah, get the cake. Get the cake. And the Endemans lasts for a couple of days, so it'll be fine. That shit never goes stale, basically. That's amazing. It's got so many goddamn chemicals in it. Delicious, delicious chemicals. That's one thing I love about this country is the chemicals. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah, so after we get off, I guess I should watch. I may, I might watch an episode of Justified or something just to get a little bit of Timmy. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna watch yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know yet. I, I don't know what I'm doing after that. I record this episode tonight. Not that I normally do things after I record. Most likely sleep or something. But yeah, I'll try to fit in Timmy somehow. Maybe like a compilation video of Timmy moments. Yeah, maybe I'll just watch some Deadwood clips or something. I don't know if I want to watch a whole episode or something. Yeah, I know. I still need to finish goddamn Deadwood. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kev and I, let's see, we finished The Americans when I was over there. So we are about to start Rome. That's going to be our next show. Uh, That was an HBO one from like, I think like 2004, 2005. It was only two seasons, but it was super good. It's like Julius Caesar shit. And Mm. I love it. Kev has somehow never seen it. So we're going to watch that one. How was Succession? I love Succession. I think season one is pretty rough. I had watched like first two episodes of season one and went, no, this show is not for me. It's too mean and gross. And then when season two came out, everybody was like, no, season two was so much better. It's awesome. And my brother told me I needed to watch it. And then I got hooked. But I kind of had to power through season one. Season one, I feel like takes itself pretty seriously. I mean, it's got some dark humor, but it's like, we're a prestigious show. And then season two is like, no, we're a really weird goofball soap opera. And just totally leans into the ridiculousness of it and how hateful everybody on the show is. And that made me like it a lot more. As it takes itself less seriously, it gets a lot better. Yeah, because I saw that it won a lot of awards during the award season for the last season. Yeah, the last season is crazy good. Okay, yeah, I, I have to start that one of these times because I keep hearing about just how great the show is and that always gets me interested because I'm yeah. almost done with Suits. Okay, yeah, the thing, the thing too, you got to brace yourself for going into Succession is every single character on it is the worst person you've ever seen. 
And okay. anytime, every time you start to feel sympathy for somebody, because occasionally you do, you'll start to feel sympathy for somebody and then they will do or say the wildest shit ever. And you go, oh no, they're an asshole. I hope they die. <laughs> That's good. As long as it's not like violent or. No, no, not particularly violent. And super funny. And the cast is all excellent. They look like it. Good. We'll have to add that to my list sometime. Yeah. Uh, I also just finished Reacher season two. Oh, nice. My dad and Carlos and Rusty liked it. Okay. Yeah. So Reacher is on Amazon Prime. And here's what Reacher is. Imagine a big guy. But then imagine a guy who is even bigger than that. And all that he does is goes around and hits bad guys. But he hits them like real fucking hard he kills so many people in this show you know how batman has a thing of like oh i don't kill people i just put them in jail reacher is like the anti-batman reacher (laughs) kills so many people he absolutely does not need to kill and he does it very violently (laughs) he's just like the premise of the show is he is a hobo who goes like he's like an ex-army like military police guy and Denny goes around and kills people who are bad. The first season is about him. Like he gets arrested in a town for murder. And then very, very quickly, it's turned out that he did not do the murder. And it's him like avenging, you know, the death of his brother and finding the bad guys. And then season two is his old. um, Like he had a special division within the military police that he led and people start killing them off. So then he gets back together with his old team and kills the shit out of a ton of people. (laughs) That's great. And like Robert Patrick from like Terminator 2 and who played uh, Peacemaker's dad and Peacemaker is in it. He's like obviously a bad guy. He's always a bad guy. He's awesome in it. It's just so much fun. And he is ridiculously hot. I'm not normally somebody who's into like big muscly guys. But he's a very attractive and muscly guy. Yeah, I'm not either. I mean, I'm mostly into, like, if you have a good personality, like, you have me, you know? <laughs> but I tend to like, like, like skinny, like, you know, like, I like, like, Timothy Olyphant, dude. Like, Timothy Olyphant in very good shape. Like, dude's got ab for days, but he's not, like, a muscle guy. Sorry, if you're a noise, it's Carlos rubbing his stomach <laughs> to show... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Reacher, Reacher and Carlos, they're basically twins. Yeah, they are. Good job. But I, and I am I'm I'm not a huge action person. Normally like beat 'em up shows are not something I enjoy, but every once in a while I get like a good beat 'em up thing and I love it. And that's how Reacher is. Yeah, I just have never given those kind of shows, like, a chance. I don't know. I think they're... I don't know. I just don't have any thoughts about... I only gave it a chance because my brother and his wife liked it and told me that I would like it. So I watched it and went, oh, fuck yeah. It's just... It's fun. It's dumb as dog shit. It's only... And, you know, it's like eight episodes a season. And it's just so watchable. I know it's like that show, like the Night Agent, that was like really big on Netflix for like a week. 
Like everyone watched it for yeah, some I never, reason. I never watched that one, but people really like it. Yeah, it's the dialogue sucks. It just it's like, oh wow, I work for the FBI. We're gonna kidnap the president, but we're not gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Like no Nicolas Cage, unfortunately. But <laughs> it was just really badly written but i think a oh, lot of okay. action i feel like yeah. people see action they're like ooh action look man if it's good if it's like good action yeah i i guess but i feel like when i'm rating a movie it goes down two points if there's a car chase i cannot fucking stand <laughs> car chases in movies okay. okay i just like it Oh, wow, this car is going through here. It's going through there. Oh, no, where's the car now? It's right in front of you, you know? So like, not not a huge fan of the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> no, well, especially because no matter where we are, if it's on TV, it is going to be on my TV. Because <laughs> if there's a commercial or something, Carlos grabs the remote and he turns the TV on like Fast and Furious is on. It's always the same movie. It's always the same like three. It's either the first one, Tokyo Drift, or the first one with The Rock. Yeah. I don't remember which one that is. Like five? Something like that. And he's jumping around and shit. I don't know. But The Rock jumps around a lot in those movies. I don't know. But I don't know. What have you been up to, Emily? How's uh, how's your twenty twenty four been? I mean, I haven't. I mean, I mean, basically, that's all I've been doing is like watching shit. Hmm. I watched Reacher. I watched uh, the last season of Fargo because Juno Temple was in it and John Hamm was in it. Oh, how was it? It's really. It's the only season of the show I've finished. Oh wow! Because you know they're all like you know like single season you know like closed stories but mm-hmm. Juno Temple is fucking awesome like I like look I knew I liked her like I think she's great in Ted Lasso but she doesn't you know she's not like have a lot of range there but she's excellent in this John Hamm is in it it's like total evil like MAGA sheriff dude Ooh, which is super creepy it's weird to see him be like I mean not like Don Draper was a good guy but he wasn't like super racist cop guy Hmm. Yeah, we started Echo. Haven't finished Echo. We're almost finished with Suits. Meghan Markle left. Oh, okay. And that's a bummer because, I don't know, it sucks not seeing a familiar face anymore, you know? I don't like it when casts change. Yeah, then um, Patrick... Henry or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, Patrick Andrews or I don't I don't fucking know his name, but the other main guy left too. Like they left at the same time, which I thought was kind of weird. So, but everyone else is still fine in the show. I don't know. I feel like I'm burnt out right now of TV. I think um, Love Is Blind comes back soon, so okay. I'm excited to get into some trash again. I just realized I didn't finish Echo. I watched there's what five episodes. I think I, I only watched two. I watched four episodes in one day and really liked it and then just completely forgot it existed. <laughs> That's so what you think. It is. It not is so what you, but, but again, like part of it is I just like if things are not in front of my face, I don't remember them and I never open Disney Plus. I don't either. So I just I forgot about it. No, I got to fucking finish that. 
I, I gotta say though, fuck, I love Kingpin so much. Vincent D'Onofrio is so good in that role. I'm so excited for fucking Daredevil to come back just because I want to see him in that too. I'm just excited for something Marvel to come out again because I feel like the last... Well, I still need to see the Marvels, but damn. I mean, it's not supposed to be good. I don't think any of them have been good. I mean... Uh, Yeah, everything I've heard about Ant-Man is like, this is the stupidest fucking movie in the world. Yeah, my dad fell asleep three times while watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that three times in one viewing, or did he attempt to watch it at three separate occasions? No, I think it was like three times in one viewing, because every time I'd look at him, he'd be like, dead ass asleep. Okay. It was just, I don't know, I feel like, (laughs) my daddy's so funny, he calls it like, he needs to say CGI, but he calls it like CFI or something, or like... GGI or GCI. No, GCI. He's like, yeah, you know, they're just doing too much GCI in movies now. And I'm just like, okay. Okay, Dad. I know it was his birthday on Monday. And oh, happy we, birthday, Dad. We had a raccoon themed birthday party for him. Yeah, that's incredible. Because <laughs> we've been getting rocket <laughs> in the backyard. He. He gets now two meals. He gets one at 8.30 p.m. and then one at 4 a.m. Because we have the security camera now, so we're able to see him. And my dad puts it, like, right in the middle so you get a good view of him. He's gaining some weight. Okay. Yeah. But my mom is hoping that he is a she so that more raccoons can come. So that she hopefully she's pregnant and she... Has raccoon. more raccoons, raccoon so that my dad will be the raccoon king. I love raccoon babies. I know. And we're trying to figure out, because my, my dad's trying to figure out, like, what what Rocket likes. So far, the things that Rocket likes are, like, everything, but Rocket doesn't like rice. Okay. Um, I think that's really it, what Rocket doesn't like. We gave, we went to, um, we went to some bakery for his birthday and we got like a ton, ton of bread and he ate the bread like no problem. So he likes bread. Good. Good boy likes carbs. Love carbs. Except he didn't like rice, but that's okay. Um, I don't know. But it's fun because I I just can go on the app and be like, hey, like when's the last time we saw Rocket? But I don't know. It's supposed to rain the next couple days, so I'm not sure if he's going to pop up. I don't think that the raccoons like the like the rain. So how was your Disney trip? Oh yeah, I went to Disney World. It was good. <coughs> yeah, it was fucking cop won't go away. It was good. Um I was really nervous going into it. I think that I was afraid that something might happen last minute again. So <laughs> it was like really really afraid and then you know, the fight went on and everything, except I uh, wasn't doing too hot. So I was kind of bummed about that. Um, but I didn't really let it derail my trip. We we got there at the Disney Disney parks and, well, Disney Resort first. We did the parks the next day. We had a really nice dinner um, in one of the hotels overlooking Magic Kingdom. So that was really nice. We had a really good three-course meal. And Carlos said it was, like, the best meal he's ever had. Oh, wow. So... That was a great start to the trip. Um, Yeah, we walked around, did a bunch. Um, It was a lot of fun. It was 
calm fun you know like just Mm -hmm. it was interesting being there with him like someone so easygoing because normally i'm with my family and we're so like you know this we're going here we're doing this we're doing this and i had planned mostly everything but i left a lot of stuff open for us to be like hey like do you want to do this do you want to do that which was nice but it was a good chance, you know, for us to, like, actually, like, be with each other and to yeah. celebrate. You know, we just got engaged and we haven't really been able to celebrate it because of this stupid goddamn cancer. So, yeah, it was it was really nice. And it's funny because, you know, like the first couple days that I was there, I was just like, no, no, it was before I got there. I was like, why did I plan this trip? Like, it's like, I, I know I still, because it's like, I feel like, you know, people sometimes when they find out something like really sucky, they're like, oh, I'm going to do this so that I don't remember things are sucky. But it's like, you know, stuff is sucky, but it's nice to like not have to like constantly think about it, mm-hmm. you know. So because it's like I still get notifications from my doctor because I had another mole removed and I was like waiting to see if it was cancerous. And I found out, I think like a day be- or two before I left Florida that it wasn't. So oh, that's good. Good job. No cancer, no more cancer than I know of. But I don't know. It was it was nice though. It was it sounds funny, but it was like really relaxing. You know, I like I like things being planned out. I like when I don't know when I know where I'm going. You know, I know Disney World like the back of my hand. You know, yeah. I if something happened, it'd be like okay, like let's go do this instead. Like. I don't know. We we had a really good experience. It was a little busy and a little hot, but it was really nice to seeing Carlos like understand like why I love this place so much. Like oh, you know, yeah. he understood my lingo. Like we were talking about Figment. Like he was like a member of the family. So that was awesome. I think now you know, because he's been going to these Disney conventions as much as I have almost. So now he'll get it like a newfound respect for. Hopefully, like, the park stuff, because, like, it is a pretty magical place. But it was funny. He, the whole time, he was like, I feel like Disneyland is better. I find that Disneyland is more magical than Disney World. And I had to remind him, we're only here because I have cancer. (laughs) We wouldn't be here if I didn't find out that I had cancer. So that's probably, it just, cancer's just a big fucking rain cloud. You know, like, takes away a little bit of the magic. No matter, like, how much you try to, like, sugarcoat it or be like, you know what? It's okay. Like, it's not fucking okay. It sucks. I mean, it's like, I'm still here. I'm still kicking it, you know? But, yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just, it's kind of weird, you know? But, I don't know. We got to treat ourselves every once in a while, you know? And I don't normally do that for myself. I feel like I'm such, like, a, I'm a giver, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. I, like. When I found out I was moving to another department, you know, the first thing I thought of was, like, I need to get my boss flowers, get her a card, you know, bake something, you know, because that's just who I am. Because it's, like, I don't know. Like, I'm really bad at receiving things. Like, when I receive gifts, like, I'm not, I am terrible at reacting. Like, I would be terrible at reacting to, like, trailers or reacting to videos. Because, like, I just, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just bad at, I don't know. I'm just bad at doing things. But... (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, it was nice. Uh, I missed my family. That was weird being there without like my whole family because normally, like you know, like we went there because like my sister used to work there, so we used to go and visit her. But but yeah, I don't know. Things change. Things change. You know. But I don't know. It's 
I'm realizing how depressing it sounds. You know, I went to Disney World and I'm not like, it was the most magical time. And I was crying every day because I saw Mickey Mouse. Like, I don't know. But also, like, every time I was in Magic Kingdom, everyone looked like they're on the verge of divorce or they're about <laughs> to kill each other. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it can be really stressful, especially if you're there with, like, a bunch of, you know, kids. Yeah, and it's a lot of stimulation, too. Like, even, you know, for kids, too, and for adults. And it's just, it's interesting, because it's, like, I feel like parents get, like, really surprised when, like, their kid, like, acts out at Disney World or something, or even Disneyland. And, and just, it's, like, dude, like, your kid is experiencing 50 things at once. And it's, like, I am, too, you know? It's, yeah. like, this is happening, this is happening, I'm hearing things, I'm seeing things. And then, like, you're telling me one thing, and then I hear another. Like, it's it's a lot to handle, so, I, God, I, I don't even know how we did it as kids, you know? Like, I I couldn't imagine being a small child and going to Disney World. Like, that's just too much. Like, I'm glad that my parents waited till we were, like, in our teens. Cause, but I feel like, you know, we went to Epcot for the first time, and I was 16, 17. I'm like, what the fuck is this place? There's no rides. There's just people. And there's different countries i don't care about other countries and then now i'm like hey let's have a baguette in france let's go have some sake let's go do this like yeah. let's go experience let's learn things about france let's learn things about japan you know let's you know look have some food you know get some learn some information about their culture i don't fucking know um but one thing i find fucking hilarious about epcot is that each pavilion i think most of them they have like videos of like this is our country like there was a france one where it's like this is like the day in the life of someone in france and it just shows like different places in france which is like really beautiful and <laughs> canada has like oh look at different places in canada and they have like a song too it's like canada my canada and then they sing like part of it in french and then america is like we go to war. We're going to sing a song about two brothers in the Civil War. One was on the good side. One was on the bad side. And that one's dead. We're going to show the body of the dead one. And then we're going to do a montage of America. And focus so goddamn much on George Bush. I don't know why. But every time they would show something, George Bush would always fucking be there. That's weird. I know. It's just so funny because all the other countries are like, wow, look how beautiful this place is. And America's like, look at all the wars. We've been in all the wars. Our presidents have been killed. Look at the wars. America. Yeah. So that was Epcot. Uh, Animal Kingdom was fine. It was nice being with someone that didn't want to ride all the rides. Because, like, I don't want to ride the teacups. I don't want to ride Everest. Like, I don't feel like going backwards. Like, I'm barely able to move my back around again after my goddamn surgery. I don't want to mess it up on a no. ride. Yeah, that's that a good idea. Suck. Yeah. It was nice, though, drinking around the world. I, I never really get the opportunity to do that. So, it was nice, like, drinking things, trying things, you know. And sharing stuff with Carlos. If I didn't want to eat a whole cinnamon roll, I'd be like, here, have half of my cinnamon roll, you know. Yeah. Like your human garbage disposal. Yeah, he is. I love him. Yeah, I know. I, I've, I've been giving him shit. Well, not giving him shit. I had my treatment yesterday and I, <laughs> I joke. Well, I don't, I'm not joking with, but I'm serious. Like I, I feel bad that he has to come with me. Cause it's like, I don't want anyone there. Cause it's like, I'm just sitting there for 30 minutes 
And, you know, I'm just sitting there letting the IV drip, drip, drip inside of me to get rid of all the cancer. And it's like, what are you doing? Just like sitting like, I don't know. It's just I feel bad that he has to sit there and uh, tell him, like, don't have to go. Like, I, I'm i fine with doing this by myself. He's like, no, because, of course, like he's amazing and supportive and everything. He's like, no, I want to be there for you, yada, yada, yada. And he knows I don't like talking about that kind of stuff, you know. Right. But I don't know. It's it's nice having someone around who, like, understands, too. Like, hey, you know, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to talk about it, you know. Because it's a weird fucking thing. Yeah. But I'm just thankful for him. I don't know what I'd do without him. Oh. He's a good egg. He is. I know I enjoy our conversations before recording. And him wearing my underwear on his head. Yeah. We have good men, Emily. Yeah. We got a Bad Batch trailer, too. We did. And it was fucking awesome. I think I watched it. We were in line for Guardians, I think. Because they have a new Guardians coaster at um, Epcot. And I was like, whoa. And then you texted me about Asajj. And I was like, what? Asajj? Yeah. I wasn't going to like bother to watch it at first. But I'm glad I did. And I, and I didn't know that she was going to be in it. And I got really excited. And I know. Okay, so here's the thing. In the book. Is it Dark Disciple? Yeah. She dies. And that is. That book is still canon and canonically comes before Bad Batch. Uh, now, they are saying that it still fits. Whether that means it's like one of those, oh, she's not actually dead thing or whatever. I mean, who knows? It's Star Wars. Nobody ever is ever really dead. I And normally I get annoyed by nobody's ever really dead. But when somebody dies in a book that I didn't read, I don't care so much if they come back. Also, I really like Ventress, and I also really like that she has, like, the, the like, incredibly hot undercut that she has on the cover of that book. <laughs> like, the character design on that book cover is so fucking gorgeous. So, I'm, I think it's cool they went with that. It really, like, it's such a distinct look for her compared to how she looks at other time periods. And so, I'm excited to see that. And I really like her. But mostly, I'm just, I... This trailer made me like think about how much I really enjoy this show that I did not think I was going to like at all. And how I think it's very sweet and heartwarming and all about found family. And I like the boys. I like all of them. And I think they're very cute, especially Wrecker is adorable. And obviously, I've talked at great length of how much I love Omega. And they're going to go save her. Good for them. But it sounds like she's been there for a while. <laughs> That's so, crazy. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, they need to get off their asses and go save their sister. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like that. That she's been there for a while. You know, she needs to get out of there. You know, even though she's kind of with family. You know, her estranged sister and. I cannot wait to learn more about that chick. Oh man, that was so cool. That last that last uh, season was really good. What I liked about that reveal is. Actually surprised me, which I feel like Star Wars has not done in a while, but also made total sense. 
So it wasn't like a rug pull, like that doesn't, you know, like out of nowhere, like there's nothing to support. Like as soon as that was revealed, I'm like, oh, God damn, of course. But it was still like a really surprising and neat moment. And I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm liking it. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we'll get another, another little bit of some Imperial guys. One in particular. I mean, two in particular, but... I'd be, I'd be happy with either of my boys being in it. Yeah, what's Mendo doing now anyways? Well, he's in that show that starts this month. Well, not oh, well, I mean, yeah, in February. That's right. We get more French. Yeah, we get French Mendo. <laughs> that, look, I watched the trailer. That is, uh, what's it called? The new look. Yeah, that's... I mean, he's trying. God bless him. Anyway, you liked the Bad Batch trailer, too? Yeah, I did. I'll have to watch it again, but when does... The the new season starts, like, month or next month? Oh, March. Is it February or March? Is it late February or March? Well, let me me check right now. I think I just got an email from Disney about it. It starts with, like, three episodes. I remember that. I just don't remember. February 21st. That's not terrible. That's just three weeks. Nice. Yeah, so we'll get three episodes. Three episodes. Yeah, and then it ends beginning of May. So people are speculating we might get a new show on the 4th. Maybe wow. Scout and Crew? I think it would have to be Scout and Crew, right? I don't know. Well, hopefully we we're, we have a Disney convention coming up, too. Hopefully we get some news about what the fuck's going on with Star Wars. But when's that? Um, I think September or August. Okay. I know. Well, since I'm moving to a new department, I might not be able to go to Japan because the busy season for me now is in April. Oh no. So I might not be able to go. That fucking sucks. You know, I have come to terms with it. You know, I I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh I'll cause um they just have to announce when the when the tickets go on sale. So I just talk to my manager and be like, hey, manager friend, you remember when I told you about my Star Wars convention? You remember the last one I went to where I had to go all alone and I was really sad? <laughs> Well, guess what? I get to go to this one with people. And my fiance and my brothers decided to go, too. Not but because let's go. It's, but it's very far away. <laughs> it's very far away. I'm going to be gone. If if I get everything done on time, can I go? Please? Yeah. We'll see. But, yeah, D23 is always in Anaheim, so that's always nice. I, I just love those conventions so much. Like, they're just... They're so nice, and just sometimes Disney people can be really crazy, but it's, like, fun crazy, you know? It's kind of like Swifties. Okay. Um. Yeah, then we have the park stuff. I it, The energy in there is, like, so much fun. Like, people cry about parades. Like, it's just so wholesome, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they get mad at Carlos. He's sitting there watching football on his phone, making jokes about Josh DeMario. 
Yeah. Oh, so fun. But yeah, I think tickets go on sale. Tickets go on sale for D23, I think in like March. And then for celebration, we don't know. Well, we could possibly not get tickets to celebration because they could sell out. I don't know. It's always every year it's getting more and more difficult to get well, passes. You'd definitely be able to get tickets. I mean, people were trying. Like we, I mean, we knew people were selling theirs like up until like the end. Well, like, didn't Kev have to get like individual ones? Yeah. And and Chris as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, like it'll be annoying, but you are you at the end of the day you'll be able to get tickets for it. But. Yeah. Yeah, but I know. And after like planning this trip, I think I'm done planning trips because I get so stressed out. Like with every like. It, like when I'm at the destination, I'm fine. But like leading up to getting to the destination, like I'm a fucking mess. I'm like, I need to make sure that I get here. Why am I not here yet? What is this place? Did I pick a good place? Why are we here? You know, and when I have a travel agent, I can just blame it on that. I'm like, this isn't my fault. No, but I, I need to stop putting so much goddamn pressure on myself. True. Oh, I need to figure out where we're going on our honeymoon. Ooh. I need to figure it out. <laughs> not, not we, just me. I need to figure out. I know. Um, we've been we've we've been trying to figure that one out too. I know every time Carlos accidentally throws out like tropical places, he's like, "Oh no, I'm sorry, we can't go." I'm like, it's okay. Oh, yeah. I've never been a beach sun, person, anyways. Sun are not on good terms. God, I know the sun fucking hates me. And, like, I can say that now, like, confidently. Because it's, like, I'd make jokes. Like, people would see how fucking pale I am and be like, oh, well, the sun loves you. Guess fucking what? It does. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm thinking of, like, a, doing, like, a cruise, you know, to Europe. I don't know. I want to make my way to Germany. But I have to wait for a while for that. Well, you know where you could stop by if you're going to go to Germany sometime. Oh, yeah. Um. Chris Willis <laughs> and celebrity artist and great friend Chris Hall. You could meet the dog. I could meet the dog. The dog that chewed up the remote. That remote was destroyed. I look at that. When I see pictures of all the things that Willow destroys, I'm like, I want to get a dog. <laughs> it's gonna, we have Kevin and I have a lot of things to chew. Are you guys getting like a puppy puppy? Or are you starting? Are you getting? Are you like rescuing something? We don't. We're gonna find <laughs> the dog that is right for us. Good luck. That's a hard journey. Sometimes it's really easy. Yeah. I'm leaning towards rescue, but I don't want to do like a you know like a senior dog because I would just be too sad if I'm gonna get a dog for like two years and then it dies. Like God bless people who can do that because I you know it's so sad when you see older dogs in rescue shelters because you know that they're very hard to adopt out but i'm like my i can't my heart is not able to do it yeah no i can do that shit either i know our um, we have a cat well carlson and my parents he's like 15 fucking 16 years old god don't know what's gonna happen when buddy goes oh that's just crazy like well we lost cooper during um during covid and you know i I don't know, like, I loved Cooper, but, I mean, like, I, I, yeah, you know, but losing him was, like, a member of the fucking family, you know? You don't realize that everything you do revolves around them, 
Yeah. So, God, that's a fucking bummer. Just losing animals. Like, I feel like it's just so terrible. Like, two things that are fucking terrible on this planet. Losing animals and fucking cancer. Yep. And then when cancer takes them away from you, like, that's, that's fucking terrible. That That's oh. fucked up. Yeah. Fucked pets, up. Shouldn't get, pets shouldn't get cancer. No. That's wrong. No, only people should. <laughs> People should get cancer. That's the title of this episode. Oh, God. I'm still fucking mad that watching Ahsoka got me cancer. You know, like, I'm just... Every time I think about that goddamn show, it just makes me so fucking mad that it got me cancer. You know, like... I can't unwatch Ahsoka. I can't unget cancer, you know? Fucking Dave Filoni, man. Fucking Dave Filoni. Oh. He owes you a fruit basket or something. God, you know, I can't imagine. Like, Shy, my show gave you cancer. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, you know, finding out that I created something that I love. And then, like, finding out, like, someone compares it to, like, them getting cancer. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, you probably, probably shouldn't do that. No, probably not. I mean, at least you're not tweeting that at him. Oh, no, of course not. And, you know, it's all peace and love. Peace and love. We say that in the privacy of our own show that only, like, five people listen to. And I'm pretty sure one of them is not Dave Filoni. Yeah, and even if it was Dave Filoni, Dave, you know that it's we're joking here. Like, it just, we, I didn't like it so much. And I don't like that I found out that I had cancer while I was watching Ahsoka. Well, not while I was watching Ahsoka, but, like, I was watching Ahsoka during the time that I found out I have cancer. I am very sensitive to um, verbs, people, places, or things. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, I'm very sensitive to, like, when when things happen in, like, my surroundings. Right, right. This happened around the same time that this happened, so this other thing is also bad now. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, Dave, Ahsoka is that bad thing. And it's like, yeah. it's it's not Ahsoka Tano in general. It's just the show Ahsoka. Like, yeah. I can just never the show remind- that you wrote and directed. That's what we think is terrible. Yeah, yeah. And everything else you did was fine. That's a lie. But, you know, I, yeah, I just, it's not my cup Look, of tea. Man, I really, really like the Bad Batch. You, he does some shit for that. He does nothing for the Bad Batch. Let's be real. <laughs> That's why it's so good, Emily, is because Dave, all he is is just an executive producer. He just signs off on that shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, oh, okay, Omega's gonna go here, okay, let me sign. Oh, okay, like, we're losing tech? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll sign over, yeah. We're so sad. I don't know, is he dead? I don't know, who knows? No one ever dies in Star Wars. Like, maybe what'll happen is that he'll get, like, a friendship kiss and be brought back to life. Well, I want it to be a romantic kiss. Yeah, but what if it's a friendship kiss? It's a friendship kiss, and we think he's coming back to life, but then he just dies again, like Kylo Ren. What the fuck is a friendship kiss? Tell me, Emily. What? Like, I didn't, I'd kiss plenty of my friends. Like, on the lips? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't do that shit. I mean, I also i am, like, the least affectionate person I've ever met in my life. Really? Not all of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, good. I mean, we've never before. No. Well, to be fair, like, when I get drunk, I feel a little gay, so. But that's a separate thing. Yeah, that would not be a friendship kiss, then. 
Yeah, well, no, when I get drunk, I feel like I want to make out with everyone. And I don't know why, like, that just, like... I don't make out with my friends. Well, I know, but, like, I can't drink too much, or else I'm having a conversation with someone, I think, I wonder what it would be like to make out with you right now. Yeah, that's not a friendship kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't do friendship kisses. I think, like, I've done, like, New Year's kisses before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, our listeners like? Do you guys do friendship kisses? Like, I I've never heard of friendship kisses before, other than um, Star Wars. <laughs> well, I think that is her going. Stop being fucking creeps about this, but saying it nicely. Yeah, but who's still talking about that? Well, you know, Star Wars fans. Oh, that's right. People still like Star Wars. Yeah, you know. I was in Galaxy's Edge for a couple days. That place sucks. There's no characters walking around. And every time someone there is a character, they like bombard him like he's the fucking paparazzi. Like they're the fucking paparazzi. I don't know. I just would. I, they could have done so much with Galaxy's Edge. And they didn't. Yeah. It should just be nothing but like characters walking around. Yeah. Like characters. More rides. More like opportunities. Because... I don't know. Like, God bless those cast members, but they don't get paid enough to, like, pretend they're on a fucking Star Wars planet. And to deal with your shit. Yeah. Yeah, they deserve more. They like they, they work yeah. their fucking asses off. Especially those college kids. Those fucking college kids in the college program, they work, like, 90 hours a week. And they get paid, like, two cents. And they deal with your shit. They deal with you, Karen, who's complaining that there's no more caramel popcorn. And that her son shot himself. Karen. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, fucking Snow White doesn't have to pretend that she's in, like, the fucking Enchanted Forest or whatever the shit. She's in Disney World. Yeah. God, that makes me so mad that um, Rachel Weiss, or not Rachel Weiss, but the, I forget what her name is, but she's playing Snow White, and she's just like, yeah, like, Snow White, like, that isn't, like, the best movie. Like, I don't know. Like, he kisses her without, like, consent. Like, what the fuck is that? And everyone's, like, all mad. Like, this is not my Snow White. What the fuck? I don't know. Like people are Zegra, allowed to have right? opinions. Yeah, Z- yeah. People are allowed to have opinions about the yeah. the characters that they're playing. Yeah, and also it's fucking weird to just like see some chick sleeping and going and kissing her. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like that. I don't know. I think that it. That's why Robin Hood is the best Disney movie. Yeah, sexy foxes. Sexy foxes. And they both love each other and actually know each other. Oh, that's true. You know, we went to Pandora, too. And, you know, I always forget how fucking cool Avatar is. Avatar is fucking awesome. I know. And they they came out the trailer for, like, the live-action Avatar, too. And that doesn't look too bad. I love Avatar. Avatar is cool. Yeah, they have this ride where it's, like, you're on a motorcycle. No, you're not on a motorcycle. You're on... The the animal. I forgot the animal's name. What's the, the animal's cron? name? They have a cron. The cron. Yeah, I eat cron or something. <coughs> and you're like you're flying through Pandora. And then there's another one where it's like it's a small world, but you're you're on a little boat and you're going through Pandora at night and then you you meet the the main Pandora lady and she's like really tall and she's doing like a little like chant thing that's like really cool. I don't know. It's it's fun. Indoor school. They have good drinks. I had like an alcoholic beverage like eight o'clock in the morning. That was really delicious. Nice. 
I know. You know, that's the best part about vacation, Emily, is that you can get a drink whenever you want, and only God can judge you. Yeah. And he doesn't, because God loves me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it gave so, you cancer, but... You know, that is true, but, you know, I, I don't know, like religion's weird because like you get cancer and then like you go to church and sometimes they're like you know like everything happens for a reason you know oh God's... my god the worst thing people ever say to anybody uh i don't know i mean i'm i'm so open to like anything i don't know i, I you hear so much shit that you don't get offended anymore i've had people like ask me like why i'm not doing chemo and like like worry that i'm not doing chemo that i might die like, I don't know. Are you my fucking doctor? Then back yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, like, people don't die often of melanoma, especially the melanoma I have. When the doctor literally says in my description that it's low-risk melanoma, even though yeah. we're staged, I don't know, they, people, I don't know, then people are we were stages. I don't know. I've had someone once, like, be like, oh, well, you know, this person I knew had stage four this, you know, like, you don't seem like you're going through enough treatment, you know, for your cancer. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, we're comparing, like, cancer? Like, cool. Like, great. First of all, like, you got different kinds of cancers. Yeah. Like, stage 4 melanoma is different than, like, stage 4 brain cancer. Of course, yeah. Like, all cancers are different. They all fucking suck and they're all different. But also, you know, like, breast cancer, like, the, the color of the color of the ribbon is pink. And, you know, they have different colors. My fucking ribbon's black. Like that's, just that's fucking depressing. Yeah, I know. It's black and like the I think the skin cancer awareness month is May, ironically, which is my birthday month. And I'm like, oh okay. So I have I have another thing to celebrate in May now. Just, you know, hey, put on remind all my friends and family to put on sunscreen, you know, even though that technically uh sun exposure was not the reason why I got cancer. But I don't know. Like, check your moles. That's also yeah. Ch- check your moles, everyone. I don't know. Well, we'll give you. We'll give you. We could, we'll give you a, a a parasol for my wedding. Ooh yeah. Or Carlos a big old, or big old hat. Ooh yeah. Carlos Warrell's kilt. Not wear a hat. No, pro- <laughs> I don't know. I should be fine. I'll probably have like an umbrella or something. Yeah, we'll find I don't you, like know. a matching parasol. Yeah. I know I was wearing like a ball cap for like most of the days and I feel like I need to get like a bucket hat or something because it's like I feel like you know I didn't get sunburned at all but I'm still getting used to being in the sun and like I don't it's just it's not a fun feeling you know like and ironically I started feeling like that because I was supposed to get my my mole removed when I went to my Taylor Swift concert in um in August and I was sitting out there in the sun and I was like I felt really guilty about it I've never felt guilty about like being in the sun before and it's like I feel like I knew like I canceled this appointment I probably shouldn't have canceled this appointment and I'm standing out here in the sun potentially getting burned and I always think about that now for some reason I don't know why even though it's like I knew that or I know now that you know from you already the time, had it at that point like, yeah yeah I already had it at that point like there's no you know, there's no way that it could have gotten worse in, like, those, like, two weeks. But, I mean, you never know. But I have been finding myself thinking about that lately. Like, like feeling, like, not guilty that, like, I canceled an appointment and then it ended up being, like, fucking canceled. I, I don't know. Yeah, but you didn't know. Weird things happen. I don't know. I don't know. Life's weird. What do you do, though, you know? You... 
keep on, keep it on. That's why we have this podcast and why we have Star Wars because Star Wars just. Oh god, I'm trying to find something positive to say about Star Wars. Bad match. It brought us together. Yeah, it brought us together. It brought us together. It brought our future spouses together. Like, without Star Wars, like, what would we be doing, you know? Yeah. That's true. I would not have my guy. That's true. I know. I I don't know what I would be doing. I definitely, like, wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have the job I have now. Oh, God, what would I be doing? Very weird to think about. Mm-hmm. I feel like part of it is also, like, part of it is Star Wars and, like, another part of it is, like, Steel Saunders. Even though I, like, hate... <laughs> I, I give him credit for anything. I hate giving him credit. <laughs> no, I I enjoy giving Steel credit. God, Steel's so cool. He's, like, doing shit in Australia. And then he comes home and does cool shit on skateboards. I don't know. Like... <laughs> he's, like... Skater boy Saunders. I don't know. Steel's just cool. Oh, I got Steel. I don't know if I'd go say it was cool. I, I think he's cool. I mean, like, he, for, he has, like, style. Oh, he yeah. has a yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then he rides... Um, He does skateboards, or he rides skateboards. He does skateboards. <laughs> he does skateboards. He skateboards. It's pretty dangerous, and for... For doing it as long as he have has and he's still alive, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> <coughs> okay. You know, I don't think I recommend recording a podcast a day after my cancer treatment because I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. Okay, well we can we can wrap it up. I don't think there's anything else to talk about anyway. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, is there anything else that we need to talk about this week? Anything else that <laughs> I don't fucking know at this point? Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think we're done. We talked about Tiffany on Fountain Cake Day. We talked about Bad Batch. We talked about your trip. Yeah. We talked about big guys hitting things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Emily, where can we find you in the podcast on social media? I am on social media at EF Lind. The podcast is at Cantabite Pod. You can send email cantabitepod at gmail.com. How about you, Brittany Brown? You can find me on social media as Canto Brit. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we really appreciate our five listeners. <laughs> Um, and Dave Filoni. Shout out to Dave Filoni. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, yo, yo. And away we go. It's time to serenade my girl Lindo. Sorry, the ladies, where I had to say no. But if I'm cheating on Sabrina, it's on Canto. No shame in the game. It even Rogue One seem tame. But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main. Yeah, that's fire. Love on the rocks leaves the love on my socks. 
Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked, especially when y'all truly whips out his cock. Canto bite episode 100. Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time. I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes. My top three running through my head, you know. So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo. My girls E and B deserve congratulations. Our adulation for the weekly creation. My last celebration was all about them, but this time I gotta drop lines for our friends. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Start off with my Aussies, Catherine's a sweet one. Brought cash into lunch with Canto bitch number one. Josh made it a team and had bourbon and cornflakes. The kind of ice cream that made him show me his O face. Got to meet Turbo and throw back some brews. Fish tacos and San Fran, you know we approve. Rebecca from Perth, I haven't met you yet. Last shout to Fushi, dude, I didn't forget. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Rabia and Adele often email the show. I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso. Jesse McGee busted a rap for me. Met her and Horse B at Scum and Villainy. King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fathers. Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata. Shouted Rusty last time, so I shout a Raj too. You know the list ain't complete without Lesson Boo. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top three, And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric.